The Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. The show opens with Here's My Heart. friends come to visit you, are you glad to invite them back to your kitchen? Are you proud of the looks of that kitchen floor, for example? You can be if it's protected with a beautiful lasting glow coat polish. Then your friends will admire its sparkling beauty, the freshness of the colors, too. And if they ask you how you do it, you can say with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. So many housekeepers have switched to the easy glow coat way of keeping linoleum clean and spotless. Glow coat saves work because it requires no rubbing or buffing. And glow coat saves the linoleum, too, making it last much longer. So, for your linoleum and other floors, too, save work with Johnson's Glow Coat. gentlemen, fate is about to knock at the door at 79 Wistful Vista. And here in the living room at 79 Wistful Vista, where fate is about to knock at the door, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Who's that? You heard the man. It's fate. Oh. <laughs> uh, come in, fate. Uh, Mr. Fred, you live here? Who? Mr. Fragile. I got an express package for him. This is 79 Whistle Vista, ain't it? That's right. Let's see the package. Oh, this says Mr. Fibber McGee. Oh, that fragile refers to the contents, sir. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Well, sign for it right here, buddy. Okay. There you are. Now, who's it from? Is there a return address? Well, let me see. Oh, yeah, it's from Use No Hooks. Goodbye. <laughs> To Mr. Fragile from Use No Hooks. <laughs> oh, dear, where will this end up? Oh. <laughs> uh, what is the package, dearie? Search me, it's insured for 800 bucks, so it couldn't be that model airplane kit I sent for. <laughs> well, it's Mark Fragile. Maybe they sent a hostess with it. <laughs> Say, I think I know what it is. You do? What? Well, you open it and see. It's a surprise. Huh? Hmm, a nice leather case. Oh, look, it's got my name stamped on it. In gold letters. Sure. What the... Hey, look, it says, Fibber McGee, special representative of the Meaning Watch Corporation. Sure. Surely you've read the advertisements about meaning watches. Yeah, sure. Every little meaning has a movement all its own. <laughs> yeah, but I ain't their representative. Oh, yes, you are. Huh? Well, I met the president of the watch company at a bridge party at Mrs. Uppington. Yeah? And he said he was looking for a local representative, and I suggested you. 
Oh, well, gee, Molly, I, I appreciate this, but, 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 but Dad Braddock, I ain't got time to handle watches. I, I'm too busy with my stamp collection. <laughs> you haven't got a stamp collection. Well, I can start one, can't I? Yes, but on this job, you get a $50 drawing account and 10% commission. I do? Oh, boy, say, this is a job, ain't it? Sure. See, now, if I sell 100 watches, it's 100 apiece, that's 10,000. 10% of 10,000 is 1,000. Oh, boy, 1,000 bucks a week. But now, look Hey, here. let's move out of this dump and take a suite at the hotel. <laughs> this is no place for a guy making a thousand bucks a week. I got, a, I got a position to maintain. I have to... Come in. Hello, kids. Hey, can I use your names for reference? I want to be your scoutmaster. <laughs> Why, certainly, Mr. Oldtimer. Go right ahead. I didn't know you were interested in scouting, Oldtimer. You know how to build a fire without matches? Yep. Rub two sticks of wood together. I've done it once. Hard work, too. Did you start a fire? Nope. But I got so warm, I didn't need one. <laughs> well, now you just go right ahead and use our names as reference, Mr. Oldtimer. Thanks, baby. <laughs> the way you, you're covered with moss, Oldtimer, maybe the scouts can use you to tell which way is north. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny. But that ain't the way I heard it. <laughs> the way I heard it, one Lithuanian feller says to t'other Lithuanian feller, say, he says. Well, what'd he say? You know, daughter, I don't savvy Lithuanian. <laughs> Well, come on, Molly. I'm anxious to get started selling these watches. Boy, they're beautiful, aren't they? Yes, and you better take very good care of them. Don't worry. I'm used to taking care of beautiful things ever since I married you. Oh. Why, McGee, what a sweet thing to say. Oh, well, shut. <laughs> Remember I said it anyway in case I don't get time to buy you a valentine. <laughs> Now, let's see. Who'd I better call on first? Well, how about the Wistful Vista Friendly Credit Jewelers? Oh, they're the time payment outfit, aren't they? Yeah. A dollar down and let's grow all together. <laughs> but that's a good place to start. Mm -hmm. You want me to go with you, dear? Absolutely. You got me this job, didn't you? Yes, but... That's uh... why I want you along. You had faith in me, and you're too young to have your faith lifted. Oh. <laughs> well, how do I look, Molly? Better wear a necktie. Oh, I don't want to wear a necktie. Remember, $1,000 a week. Huh? Oh, that's right. I'll wear my spats, too. Where are my spats? Search me. I don't believe I... Oh, I know. I left them here in the hall closet. <laughs> Got to straighten out that closet one of these days. Well, why don't you do it right now? Well, it's too soon. Why? Still get to laugh. <laughs>
McGee, did you read the little pamphlet that came with the samples on how to give a sales talk? Nope, I didn't need to. These watches sell themselves. How do you know? It said so in the pamphlet. <laughs> Shucks, when I get those... Hi, I... Mr. McGee. Oh, hello there, little girl. Hey, what you doing downtown? I'm giving Abraham Lincoln a birthday party, and I had to come down and get some decorations. Oh, well. Well, that's very patriotic of you to celebrate Lincoln's birthday, sis. He was a wonderful man. I know it. <laughs> My teacher said he walked 20 miles through the snow to take back a book he borrowed once. <laughs> yes. Yes, I guess people were more honest in them days, sis. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, if one of your friends borrows a book, you can kiss him goodbye. And if Madeline Carroll is listening, I'll be glad to loan her Robinson Crusoe. I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get Bob Hope's permission to use Madeline Carroll's name? <laughs> Well, Chuck. Hey, Mr. McGee. Huh? Why do they call Mr. Lincoln a great emancipator? Yeah. Why'd they call him that? Why did they? Why, because he emancipated people. He set he set them free. Oh. Sure. Well, and Willie Toops' brother is one of those, I bet you. Huh? What you mean, sis? He's usher at the Bijou Theater, and when Willie and I go in, he sets us free. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're learning about Lincoln, sis. He was one of the world's really great men. Mm -hmm. And there's no bunk about that. Oh, yes, there is, I bet. Oh, no, there isn't. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, no, there isn't. Oh, yes, there is. Oh, what did you ever hear about Lincoln that you couldn't believe? Oh, that stuff about him living in a log cabin, I bet you. What? What's so hard to believe about Lincoln living in a log cabin? <laughs> well, he was too tall in the first place, and... In the second place, he would have grounded in all that syrup. <laughs> well, come on, Molly. i got to get started selling these watches. Say, are you sure you know your sales approach, uh, McGee? Hello, folks. What's this about a sales approach? <laughs> well, <laughs> McGee is the agent for some expensive watches, Mr. Wilcox. Maybe you can help him along. Oh, huh? he can't help me, Molly. Selling Johnson's Gold Coat is one thing, but selling watches is entirely different. Oh, I don't know. They're both quality products, aren't they? Each is the best of its kind. Yes, but a good watch tells you what time to go places and do things. Yes, and Johnson's self-polishing glow coat gives you the time to go places and do things by saving hours of housework. But now look. A nice watch is something that can be handed down from generation to gen generation. It's an heirloom. Well, so is a knowledge of good housekeeping. And no burglar can sneak in and steal that, you know. Hey, hey, hey now, wait a minute, Harlow. Let, let's put it this way. Suppose you were broken hungry and all you had in the world was one of my watches and a can of your, you know what. <laughs> Which would be the most valuable to you? <laughs> well, well, I'd say it's about even. Hmm? You could hock the watch to get some food. And with glow coat on the linoleum, you wouldn't need any furniture. You could eat off the floor. Wow. Well, good luck to you, pal. So long, Molly. Imagine that guy. They say he's always been so interested in kitchen linoleum that when he was just a kid, his mother kept two dishes under the kitchen table. Really? One marked for Fido and one marked for Harlow. <laughs> well, here's the jewelry store, Molly. Let's go in. Ah, good evening. Good afternoon. I'm very sorry there. Uh, what was it you wanted, please? We're having a special bargain sale today on precious stones. Look, here's our few there. Hey, what is that? I, I never saw a pink stone like that. That is our pigeon's blood ruby. 
Yeah? Oh. Pigeon's blood ruby. Yeah. I think your pigeon needs a transfusion. <laughs> uh, how much are you charging? <laughs> Look, McGee, you better be getting down to business. Yeah, I think so, too. I'm the exclusive representative for the meaning watch company, sis. The watch with the hands that go round in the best circles. <laughs> Yes, with a meaning in your pocket, there's a meaning in your life. <laughs> now, I'm sure that you're familiar with the quality of our products, sis. The name meaning on a watch is like sterling on silver, like, like Johnson's wax on... Uh, like Johnson on wax and like... Like like, 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 like... Wrigley on woolen underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse it, please, but our clientele don't buy such expensive watches. Well, show us some samples, dearie. That'll break her down. Good idea. Now, look, miss, uh, what was your name, sis? Uh, Callahan, Rebecca Callahan. <laughs> okay, Makushla. Now, if you'll just cast them smiling Irish eyes of yours over these beautiful examples of the watchmaker's art, I think you'll have to admit that... Okay, everybody. Up with your hands. This is a stick-up. Shut up. And you, sister... And over all the diamonds and emeralds. Hey. Boy, Uncle Louie, it's happening. <laughs> yes. Hey, what the... Who turned in that alarm? I'll learn you to get smart with me. Hey. Oh. You... Oh. Hey. I'll be back and get you later, sister. Oh, gee. Why, that big Lugan? Hey, oh, come back here. You'll get shot. I don't care. That guy can't ruin a sale for me and get away with it. You stay here, Molly. I'll do nothing of the kind. If you're going after him, I'm going after you. Well, then, come on, then. Bring the sap and her. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> hey. Man down the street there. It was a hold up. He tried to rob the jewelry store. All right, sir. All right. Not so fast, send me, Bucko. What's all the shooting for? Give me your gun or I'll bop you with me nightstick. That rabbit, I haven't got a gun. This man isn't the chief officer. The hold up man went that way. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Don't come down and explain. I'm telling you, you big lug. That guy tried to hold up the jewelry store. Are you going to stand here and let him get away? Why, you are. Hey, John, you. What have you got in that case? Now, you let go of that. Them are mine. That is, I'm in charge of them, at least. Aha! A dozen gold watches. Caught you with the goods, didn't I, me buckle? Oh. Call the wagon, somebody! Oh, my. Can't let it give you. Give me back them watches. Sonny, where you're going, time don't mean a thing. But, officer, those watches aren't his. You're telling me. No, but I can explain. All right, now, come along quietly. But I'll put the nipples on board of you. Come You'll on, be sorry for this. I'll be back in the Coming through the ride. Kiss the body, 
need a body cry. Now everyone must have a love and lassie, but they say that the lassies always pass me by. Yet all the girls, they smile at me, come and I gave that cop a list of people to identify us. We'll get out of this all right. But when? I don't want to spend 90 of the best days of my life in jail on bread and water. Uh-huh. Though it would be a good way to take off a few pounds. Why, it would be a wonderful way to take <laughs> off a few pounds. Hey, 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 don't, don't, get yourself, don't talk yourself into it. We, we want to get out of here. Now, look. I've... All right, officer. Bring the suspects up to the bench. On your feet, you two. Step up to the bench. Now, look here, Judge. I'll have you done. Be quiet. What's the charge, officer? Well, Your Honor, there was a jewelry store stuck up at 14th and Oak and a lot of excitement, and these two were running away from the scene of the crime, and I nabbed this bird with a bag full of gold watches. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, any Irish characters heard in this production are not to be confused with the Abbey Players. <laughs> Now then, what's your name? Pepper McGee, 79 Whistle this end. We want to get off at Kansas City. What are you talking about? Well, you're trying to railroad us, aren't you? <laughs> How about the president of the Meaning Watch Company that I represent? Why don't you get in touch with him? We've already wired him oh. with a full description of you. But I'll warn you, it looks pretty serious. You were practically caught in flagrante delicto. That's a lie. We were caught right here in Whistle this <laughs> Island. Now, while we're waiting for witnesses... Hey, hey, Judge, are you holding a couple of friends of mine here on some silly charge? Oh, hello, Fibber and Molly. What is this? Look, Harlow, tell the judge what you know. You know us. Quiet! What's your name, mister? I'm Harlow Wilcox, and I can vouch for... Wait a minute, you. Didn't I give you a ticket for parking overtime last week? And did you ever show up to pay the fine? Oh, my gosh, I forgot all about it. Oh, so you're defying the law, too, eh? A fine bunch of criminals. But wait a minute. These people... We are... know all about these people. Officer, hold this man Wilcox on an open charge. Well, thanks for coming in anyway, Harlow. <laughs> uh, it'll be nice to look across the prison yard and see one of the old familiar faces. All right. Let's get on with this. Yeah, that's what I say. Let's get that's on. That's an outrage, I tell you. I had nothing to do with stealing that elephant. <laughs> Why, uh... Oh, hi there. Good day, my dear. And to you, Weasel Poe. Oh, hello, Mr. Boomer. Will you identify us to this judge? Yeah, look, Boomer. Tell the judge how I was elected president of the Chamber of Commerce, will you? Oh, yes. Glad you mentioned that, String Bean. Have a newspaper clipping of the event right here. Uh, let me see it, please. Certainly, certainly. I have it right here someplace. Let me see now where I put that clipping. Aww. Clipping, clipping. Here's a pair of little pink patties I carry in memory of. The best lamb chops I ever ate. <laughs> Small box of bicarbonate of soda. I'm going to settle somebody's hands. There's a wire from home saying our cat just had kittens. 
Oh, not little Tommy. <laughs> and a check for a short beer. Well, well, imagine that. No clipping. Oh, dear. Come to think of it, I used that clipping to clean my razor just before I used the razor to clean a bookie joint where I'd just been cleaned. <laughs> Hold this man, too, officer. Now, look, McGee, before the rest of your gang shows up to make things tougher for you, why don't you confess? That rather I ain't got anything to confess. You can't convict me on nothing but circumstantial evidence. And I demand a recount. Here's the... You... Abigail Uppington, Your Honor. She says she knows the suspects. Well, I must say that this is... Well, what is all this, may I ask? And Mrs. Uppington, these people are charged with holding up a jewelry store. Can you vouch for them? Why, of course I can, Your Honor. Atta girl, Abby. Yeah. We sure appreciate this. Oh, not at all, Miss McGee. I owe you a favor after all the trouble you saved me about Fifi. Who's Fifi? That's Uppy's puppy. And <laughs> <laughs> may she believe, Your Honor... You see, I started out to get a 1941 dog license for her, but Mr. McGee told me I didn't need a license for so small a dog. It gave me no end of trouble. Oh, so he said you didn't need any dog license, did he? <laughs> Officer? Yes, sir? Add another charge against this man. Conspiracy to defraud the city. And hold this woman for non-payment of taxes. Your Honor, I protest. Officer, I think we've stumbled into something big here. This looks like a regular crime ring. Uh... <laughs> Look here, you have no right to hold Mrs. Uppington. She's one of the wealthiest women in Worthful Vista. That's very interesting. Officer, make a note to investigate this woman's income tax return. <laughs> she might be the fence. Oh, I'm a fence, am I? Greetings, Gate. <laughs> be quiet, you. Now, before I set your bail, McGee, I want you to know that... Well, 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 what's going on? Oh, Mr. Gildersleeve. Good day, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Fibber. Hi, Gildersleeve. Mrs. Uppington. Mr. Wilcox. Mr. Boomer. Well. Uh, Look, Gildersleeve, they're holding us here on a bum rap. Tell this ham-handed horse's neck with a hickory hammer who we are, will you? Order in the court. A few more offensive remarks like that, my good man, and you'll be charged with contempt. I'd like to open a charge account here, too. Yes. <laughs> now, wait a minute, folks. I'm sure this can be ironed out. Your Honor, this man is my next-door neighbor uh, and a respectable citizen. And who are you? I am Throckmorton P. Gildersleeve, president of the Gildersleeve Girdle and Garment Company. <laughs> your, uh, your wife probably wears a Gildersleeve girdle. And she does. And she thinks they're terrible. Yes. <laughs> Incidentally, aren't you the Gildersleeve who occasionally writes about civic affairs for the newspaper? Why, why yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Nothing very literary, you know, but on occasion I flatter myself. Didn't you write a letter last week complaining about the graft and inefficiency in the police department? Well, I, uh, I did. Uh, well, you see, Your Honor, I, uh... Uh-oh. Uh, you can sit between Mr. Wilcox and Mrs. Uppington. <laughs> Mr. Boomer. Book Mr. Gildersleeve, officer. Yes, sir. You can't do this to me. I demand to know what I'm being charged with. Just call it a little personal revenge, my friend. Yes. Your girdles pinch my wife. I'm pinching you. <laughs> You're a hard man, Your Honor. <laughs> all right, officer. Take all these people away and lock them up. All right, all right, all right. Come on, George. This is enough. Hope I get my usual yeah, cell. I left the cigar on the radiator now. I shall take this up with the woman's Wait till I write to Racine about it. All right, I'll try it all. In you go. Don't push me. Well, 
I guess I'm sort of the hostess here, folks, so <laughs> make yourselves comfortable. Please, Mrs. McGee, how can you be so over such levity in this terrible predicament? Think of it, an Uppington in jail. <laughs> you don't have any social position in the clink, Uppy. There's no, there's no who's who in the who's gal. Hi, <laughs> George, if it wasn't for one thing, I'd write to my congressman about this. What's that one thing, Throckmorton? Well, no matter what I write to him about, he always sends me a package of seeds. <laughs> and always petunia seeds. And I hate petunias! Quiet, Mr. Gildersleeve. Or they'll, they'll be bringing another charge against you. Hating flowers. Oh, gee whiz, I've got to get out of here. I've still got six Johnson wax dealers to call on. Oh, today. please, Mr. Wilcox. After all your commercial difficulties seem a bit trivial and you... Oh, now, look, everybody, take it easy. We'll be out of here just as soon as they hear from the president of the watch company for whom I'm the local representative of. Or, hey! <laughs> hey, officer, didn't you get a wire from Mr. Meaning yet? Sure we did, laddie boy. Oh, oh right. Well, then let us out of here. He verified the fact that I was selling watches for him, didn't he? No. What? What do you mean, bud? He said his wistful Mr. representative was tall, dark, and handsome, magnetic personality, and a snappy dresser. And if you're that, I'm Ronald Boyer. <laughs> now shut up and don't bother me again. <laughs> How'd he ever get that description of me? I never told him. I... Why, I didn't even apply for the job. Molly got it for me when... Uh-oh. Hey, Molly. Yes, dearie? Just what did you tell the president of the watch company to get me this job? Well, I... I, I told him you were tall, dark, and handsome, and... Well, what was the idea? You know I ain't tall, dark, and handsome. Well, I can dream, can't I? <laughs> is the most inexpensive way to make your home more beautiful? It's by the regular use of genuine Johnson's wax on your floors, furniture, and woodwork. Every application of this world-famous wax polish adds mellow, rich beauty. And every application also adds greater protection and makes house cleaning easier. In fact, I don't know of any product that you can buy that offers more advantages. Floors that are wax protected with genuine Johnson's wax take on a soft, satiny luster and gleam that set off all your furnishings. The hard film of Johnson's Wax protects floors against scuffing feet and scraping heels. Dust is whisked away in a jiffy. And there are 100 extra uses for Johnson's Wax. For window sills, lampshades, picture frames, furniture, leather goods. You can buy Johnson's Wax now in three forms. The familiar paste and liquid forms and the new cream wax especially formulated for furniture and woodwork. Order some tomorrow. had sense enough to wire the Johnson Wax Company, Molly, or we'd have still been in that calaboose. Yeah. Well, now that you're out, McGee, are you going to keep on with the job? I should say not. And what's more, the first guy that says watch to me is going to get socked right in the eye. Why, when I think what I want... only got ten seconds more, Fibber. Watch yourself. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> 
This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. Here, wait a minute, George, while I take the rest of this message. Now, let's see how it reads. Just cleaned and wax-polished my car with Johnson's Car New. Boy, was it a cinch. Half the time, half the work it used to take. Car New cleans and wax polishes in one operation. Low cost. Tell your friends to buy C-A-R-N-U. Johnson's Car New. This is the National Broadcasting Company. This is Chicago WMAQ.